Welcome to Beach Sounds, a South Orange County podcast for those who care about the life and noise in our community. Tune in as host Rayanne Thorne Kruger shares ideas and breaks them down for the ears that want to hear. Now, sit back and listen with intent. Everyone, this is Rayanne Thorne Kruger, and we're back talking to Marianne Tracy. Marianne Tracy is currently the candidate of choice for city clerk in Laguna Beach. Hey, Marianne, thanks for joining me today. Good morning, Rayanne. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, but I want to talk to you about <laughs> something a little bit different than our past conversations. You've had a pretty unique experience, not unique to 4 million plus people in the U.S., but unique to me, you actually contracted COVID-19 and had a brush with the coronavirus pandemic that's raging our country right now. I want to talk to you a little bit about that. First of all, let's talk about contracting the virus. Let's go back to, was this back in March? It was, wasn't it? That's correct. It was within the first couple of weeks of March. Yes. Right. And you believe that you contracted it in an enclosed room with a bunch of other people, right? Correct. That's what I believe. Uh, I was attending a city clerk's uh, training at the University of Riverside, March 12th, 13th, 14th. And, oh, very um, early. Very early in the pandemic. Very early. Yeah. And then I started to become sick. I think I think it was Monday, March the 16th that morning. I had tremendous flu-like symptoms and went into the doctors. And unfortunately, my fever was only 100.2. Um, oh, it needed wow. to be about, about 100.4 for them to actually, for me to qualify for the actual COVID test back then, they were in limited supply. Right. Another condition that I did not have or symptom at that time was anything lung related. My lungs were clear, so I didn't qualify. So they gave me some Tamiflu. And um, did that help? Did the Tamiflu help? You know, it did help. I obviously went home for the next five days and took the Tamiflu um, and I was feeling better. So the following Friday, I did stop by City Hall to kind of check on some phone messages and happened to notice that morning when I woke up that I didn't have any sense of taste or smell. And I said something to my husband and I said, hey, do me a favor, go on and Google side effects of Tamiflu and see if that's one of the oh, side wow. effects. And so it, it wasn't there. So I went in and I saw a handful of people at City Hall that morning, but I did go into the city clerk's office and I spoke to Lizette Shell Walker. And I told her what I was experiencing. And she said, oh, my goodness, Marianne, I think that's one of the new symptoms. Yeah. And I, I, I just couldn't believe it. So I went home and uh, kind of Googled that. And sure enough, it was starting to come up. So I called Hogue here um, on Ocean Avenue, um, where they gave me the Tamil food, where I went initially. And this was on that, that Monday. And they said, you know, come on in t tomorrow. And we'll go ahead and test you again. Because I said, hey, I think you need to do this. Test me. And I went in on Tuesday afternoon. I pull up to, um, in front of the building there. They come out with their hazmat suits on and did wow. the test. And the, that Friday, three days later, Dr. Jill Panich called me. And she said, oh, my God, you're not going to believe this. You just tested positive. Wow. So by then I was already all, practically two weeks in. So she said, just kind of self-quarantine through the weekend. Yeah. And then you should be good to go. So unfortunately, I did have to call the city manager and let him know. I did call and speak with our HR manager so that she could inform others that I may have been in contact yeah. with that prior Friday. 
So she had to make a few phone calls. Did anybody else and, at City Hall contract the virus? Well, the city manager went ahead and got tested because he was concerned. Yeah. I did go in that weekend prior to me having symptoms and because everything was being so rushed and everybody was scrambling. So I did go in on that Sunday. I think it was, yeah, the 15th. And so we all social distanced, but there were four other staff members there and he did end up testing positive. Oh, wow. The other three did not. Okay. So we're not sure if that's linked or not. Right. But, well, um, it, that's know, the very, hard very, thing with this when we aren't doing contact tracing or especially early on when we weren't really checking all, we didn't know all the symptoms. We didn't know every, you know, we didn't know very much back in March. We should have known more, but we didn't know very much. And it was probably really just a surreal experience for you. And so when you say it was two weeks, it was almost two weeks. Was that two weeks from having, you think, contracting it or two weeks from when you started showing symptoms? Right. Two weeks from when I first started showing okay. symptoms. So I okay. started showing symptoms on Monday, the 16th of March. So All it was right. then like a week and a half, almost two weeks later when I got the, the positive. And when did you start feeling Result. better then? Well, I actually started feeling better about five days later. I did have symptoms. I was zapped of energy. Right. I literally just laid on the couch for like four days. But the sense of loss of sense of taste and smell, I lost that completely for six weeks. Wow. And here, here I am now probably like four months later and it's still not quite right. My yeah. sense of taste and smell, I'm still every once in a while have little sinus issues and or little um, bouts coughing. Yeah. All yeah. very minor. The interesting thing, though, is that while I was at that class at UCR, um, I was staying at my sister's house and she also ended up testing positive. Oh, wow. And with the same symptoms of, of me, although she was a little bit more sick with flu-like symptoms, but she lost her sense of taste of, and smell. Anyway, so once you get a positive result, literally two business days later, I got a phone call from the Orange County Health Department asking questions, you know, was I in the medical profession? Had right. I been on a cruise lately? Had I been out of the country? And then they ended up following up with me about three weeks later, kind of the same questions. How was I feeling? What was I doing? Did I self-quarantine? What medications was I taking, if anything? And as a result of all of that, I got a notification in the mail from the Orange County Health Department to please donate plasma. My husband read about it in the daily pilot and Hogue had a program. So I initially contacted Hogue and I donated my plasma to Hogue. They had the San Diego Blood Bank group kind of come to Orange County and run their program. So I did that. It was a very positive experience. I felt very good. They made you feel very good and they were very appreciative. And then eventually I got the letter from the county health department. And so their program was run through the Red Cross. So I went over to Laguna Hills and donated plasma a second time. So it, it's just now coming back out in the paper again about how kind of positive that is. And it seems to really be helping. So I have since gotten a couple of follow-up emails to donate more. And again, right. please, because as the cases rise, they need more and more. So I have encouraged others that have tested positive to do so as well. I got a phone call recently from a gal who's done graduated high school with my youngest son, and he is testing positive. And I encouraged her to tell her son to please do it. It's it's actually very rewarding just knowing that you could potentially help somebody. You know, it's humbling and rewarding at the same time. So well, it's, it's such a gift to give. You know, I've donated blood for years, and you know, I, I donated plasma or platelets right right away when I first started 
back into donating blood. But because I've had many live births, many children, I was not able to donate again. And it's always something that I'm sorry that I can't do because it is such a gift to other people. So thank you for doing that. It's not an easy thing. It's for some people, it's very uncomfortable. It's uh, um, a couple of hours of time that you have to sit, but it's fascinating. It's just such a fascinating process. Amazing what medicine is able to achieve today, what research is able to achieve today and how quickly your body recoups from that. You know, I mean, you're, I think you can donate yes. platelets one, once a week or plasma once a week. Is that correct? No, plasma is about every 30 days. Every 30 days. Okay. Okay. Every so, 30 days. Yeah. You were the first person that I knew personally that was diagnosed or had tested positive. And over the course of the last five months, I've, I personally know 30 people that have tested positive oh, wow. and six people who have passed away. So relatively minor symptoms that you had. And I'm so thankful for that, that you were able to overcome it. And I'm sorry for the lingering problems. That seems to be one of the issues with this virus is that whatever your symptoms were, they kind of hang around for, mm -hmm. for a mm -hmm. long amount of time. You know, if you had serious lung issues or if you, it affect, you, were, you were diabetic and it affected that, it, it, you know, you ended up having uh, problems associated with diabetes. And, you know, our, we have some very good friends that were um, early on also, uh, April, like the first week of April, and it, and it went through their family, six weeks through their family, one after another got it. And they even tried to quarantine from each other. And both parents, the mom and the dad almost died. It was really? a horrifying, yeah, very horrible experience. And so for me, I'm extremely passionate about of studying and research and reading and sharing information about COVID-19 just because of the personal experiences friends of mine have had, including you. And, and, you know, having seen you shortly before you were diagnosed, you know, it was a very very crazy time for yeah. the the country early on like that because we didn't know anything. We were watching what was happening in Italy and Spain and New York was just starting to kick off with the severity of the the virus there. And now, you know, California is kind of in the throes of it. Um, there are certain yes. parts of the state that are just upended because of, of this virus. So I hope praying, uh, being vigilant taking care of ourselves, making sure that we're keeping our hygiene up and wearing masks in public to, so that we're protecting others and also protecting ourselves. It's just such a little, really a little thing that we can do. And for me, I don't know, Marianne, if you feel this way now, but I can't believe the things that I used to not do. Like, I mean, or I used to do that I don't do anymore. Like how often I would touch my face when I was in public. I didn't realize how often I was brushing hair out of my eyes or scratching my nose underneath my glasses or itching my, you know, all these little things that we're so aware now that <laughs> that can that are part of the spread of the virus, you know, and just being cautious ab about germs and bacteria, viruses, all the different things that can cause us to to become sick or contagious right. or anything like that. Any Anything you want to share more about this experience? I know it was kind of crazy for you. And um, it was right in the beginning of also, you know, you wanting to announce to Laguna that you were running for office. And right, that's true. It yes. really and held back, you well, know, your, your joy and, and the opportunity. Yes, I eventually tested positive for the antibodies as well. So then you know, I got a little cocky and felt like I had this this armor on 
Mm. And then I couldn't that I couldn't contract it again. And now I think what we're we're hearing now is that yeah, if you have the antibodies, great, but it it's probably only temporary. Right. Right. And only last like a few weeks. Right. And so I thought, oh my God, I can get this again. You're kidding. So um, <laughs> you know, my husband's older and so we we try to be very diligent with him. But I do hope as a result of all of this that maybe we keep some of these hand sanitizing issues and wipes. We keep all, all of it readily yes. available to us now that we that that becomes the norm that we get used to putting Being this stuff clean, on our hands, right. wiping down our shopping carts, you know, wiping things down and like other countries, it, like other countries that have experienced outbreaks and have taken health serious. You know, and you recognize prevention cuts down healthcare costs nationwide. Oh, sure, sure. Right. So yeah. these these little things are um that will help prevent the spread of any kind of virus or any kind yes, of, of bacteria, anything. right? Not not just I, COVID, right? Right, right. So I think these are going to be some of the practices that we, that we just hold on to moving forward. Uh, and I don't think that that's, that's bad at all. And because this is probably just the first of many. Right. I, I, I don't know. I know. Who yeah, knows? I don't know. But I mean, was, we thought we it, knew before, right? We thought we were a first world country. <laughs> well, ignorance we, we, is bliss in all of this. Yeah. It really is. And so if, if even moving forward, if, if if it just takes us to wear a mask for a few weeks, by gosh, come on, America, let's get out and let, let's just do that. Yeah. Let's, let's just do, do that. It, it was so interesting. I, my husband and I went out to dinner last night and we were sitting outside and the way the sun was kind of coming through behind me, and he and I were just, you know, engaged in a conversation. He said, okay, the way the sun is reflecting behind you right now, I can see like the spray out of your mouth. Wow. Just in talking. He goes, oh my God, I, I you know, I just can't believe it. And I didn't see anything. I didn't feel anything, but it was just in, in, just in basic conversation with, right. with him. And so, yeah, the masks are definitely a powerful thing and we'll definitely hold on to them for the future because I think that something like this is going to happen to us again. And, you know, we just, now we know. Now we know right. what to do. And if um, we can just be a little bit more diligent. But it, it's very sad to hear and see how many people that have some type of underlying conditions, how sick yeah. they are. Yeah, it's so Even sad. Even children are dying with it. Yes, yeah. they do have some underlying conditions. But, you know, yeah, the but they would have lived longer. I mean, I struggle with that argument because I've lost people, you know, that yeah, they had an underlying condition, but guess what? Every However, everybody yeah. has an underlying. We right. are, none of us have perfect health, right? None of no. us have perfect health, and it's. I think one of the most tragic things about COVID, other than you know the illness and the death, is how it has been politicized. And and I don't want us to talk about politics here on this. And that actually intros our next our next podcast when we're going to talk about the nonpartisan aspect of this job, but. It should not be politicized. This is something that we need to get through together. And, you know, as, as soon as it became politicized, we became divided about how to fight it and how, right. you know, yes. rights become a, a, a talking point when really we're talking about death and illness. And it, it just shouldn't be part of the conversation. Well, Marianne, thank you so much for donating the plasma and Absolutely. for sharing your experience here. I'm sure many, many others have sim their similar experience to you. I'm really thankful that you didn't have the more serious, severe symptoms. I'm sorry you can't smell a, a great steak yet or, you know, 
enjoy the smell of um, a tuna fish or chocolate or all those really, you know, coffee in the morning, those really great smells that <laughs> that are part of the human experience. Right. So. But um, I'm Absolutely. glad you're I'm glad you're OK now. And, and thank um, you so much. I appreciate it. Really hope that you don't contract it again and that we're able to, to uh, knock this thing I down. Not either. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, this has been Trust Tracy, the series specifically on Beach Sounds. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Marianne Tracy is the candidate of choice for Laguna Beach City Clerk. Vote for her on November 3rd. Marianne Tracy, the name you can trust. Thanks for tuning in to Beach Sounds, where no topic is too small or unimportant to hear.